0: Welcome back to Bittersweet Valley, the podcast where two childhood friends return to the world of Sweet Valley High to examine this beloved series through a lens of YA today. We've got an exciting couple of books up today because we're reading books 13 and 14, Kidnapped and Deceptions. Um, I read Kidnapped. Emily, you read Deceptions. I'm really excited. That title sounds fantastic.
1: I know these are two Really intriguing titles. Also, you have Kidnapped because it's an odd number, but I also read it because I thought I remembered reading it. um, And I will tell you what I thought when you're done. But I was excited. I, I distinctly remembered this.
0: Well, yeah, I distinctly remember the cover, honestly. And I remember specifically getting my copy of Kidnapped at the book fair at school. So um and I didn't realize that until so I um I had the book pulled up on my Kindle and I had like put it down on the coffee table and you know the cover is like Elizabeth's in trouble or something like that and like someone's like grabbing her or Patrick's whatever. A hand and on her Patrick was like, Oh, you're in trouble now. Like he thought he was being so witty because you know my name's <laughs> Elizabeth. Um and I was like, Oh, I've never thought Oh, my name's Elizabeth too. No, but um, but he was like, What's this book about? And I was like, Well, I remember like I remember picking it up off the shelf at the book like the book fair at the elementary school and being like, I'm in trouble now. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, and I, I I distinctly like remember it feeling like this incredibly like scary perilous situation that Elizabeth was in and therefore I was in when I read it um and I I didn't get that vibe I'm going to be honest when I reread it um so it was kind of um anticlimactic for me in that way because I remembered feeling placed in the center of a very scary situation when I read this book for the first time and it just like It wasn't that scary. So um, we know from the end of your book from last time that Elizabeth got abducted. And um, clearly that needed to be recapped at the beginning of this book. We see that again that she's getting abducted. Um, But we also see Jessica being total selfish Jessica in this book. And then kind of sort of feeling bad about it. So this was like a Jessica learns a lesson book more than like a Liz is in mortal peril book. So Jessica at the beginning of the book, she's getting ready to go to a party with Liz at the home of the more who are new to town. And so she wants to like look her best and all that kind of stuff. But Liz is finishing up at work at the hospital And then Liz is going to be tutoring this guy named Max um, on her way home. Um, Max has been... Um, This is kind of a side plot, but kind of not because Max becomes important. But Max um, has been punished because he has bad grades, um, specifically as a bad grade in Mr. Collins' English class. And so he is not allowed to perform with the Droids, which is the premier rock band of Sweet Valley, until he gets his grade up in English. And I don't really understand, as an English teacher, I don't really understand how Mr. Collins has the agency to punish Max by not permitting him to perform with his extracurricular rock band because I feel like if I had a student who was failing my class, I could not. I don't know how your school does things, but I don't feel like I would be able to punish a student in that way. Um, no,
1: I can't really, honestly, I can't really do much in the way of anything like sports maybe, but even then it's sports are sports. So, but yeah, I mean, I wish, I wish I yeah. could save- no, it'd be
0: great if I could be like, you need to get an A on this test on Othello or you're not allowed to play with your rock band because clearly it's effective for Max because he's studying very hard um, and getting Liz to tutor him. So Jessica decides she doesn't want to wait for Liz to get home, basically, because it's too inconvenient for her that Liz has a job and that um Liz has to tutor Max. So she's like, OK, I'm going to get Kara to drive me to the party and then I will, um, you know. I'll see Liz at the party. So she leaves a note for Liz, which Liz obviously does not get because she is abducted in the parking lot. Um, So um, yeah, Liz realizes that she has been kidnapped at when she's at the home of her kidnapper. She realizes she's been kidnapped by her coworker, Carl. And, um, He's very clearly not going to harm her in any way. He just, like, wants her to be at his house, um, which is creepy and weird. But, like, I felt a lot like Liz was responding to this, like, he's going to murder me. He's going to kill me. um, And, like, he was more just like,
1: I want a friend.
0: I want you to be my friend, yeah. which is creepy and, like, not good, but, like.
1: It's an, I mean, it's, like, it's kind of endearing. I mean, not.
0: I don't. No, I get what you mean, though.
1: Don't misinterpret that. You know, listeners, don't misinterpret that. But, like, it, it kind of is. Keep going.
0: Yeah, no, it was it a was 100%. It was, like, we were supposed to think carl was scary but i felt bad for carl i don't know but it was clearly it was supposed to feel like that scene at the beginning of the episode of criminal minds where like he abducts the girl and you never know if she'll get out and like you know so it was supposed to be very scary but i kind of felt bad for carl but like not because he's a he's abducted a 16 year old child and brought her to his home so um So back at the party, it's kind of back and forth. Like, it's very disjointed in the narrative, because we have the Max narrative, and then we have the Jessica narrative, and then we have the Liz narrative. So back at the party, Jessica meets Regina Morrow, who's the new girl in school, um, and she considers her to be very beautiful and thus a threat, But then learns that she's deaf and is like, oh, not a threat. So that's kind of offensive. Um, And then she also meets Nick Morrow, who is very hot. And so, of course, she wants Nick to like her. And so Todd keeps interrupting her conversations with Nick to be like, hey, where is Liz? Why is Liz not here yet? And she's like, go away, you're killing my vibe, which I get because Todd's kind of like a brother to her. And so um, he's, you know, interrupting her, trying to talk to Nick. Um, But then all of a sudden it clicks for her that like, oh, I should be scared. She like realizes what time it is. And she's like, oh, Liz should be here. This is bad. So immediately she drops the conversations with Nick to be like, we need to find um, Liz. And so, um, While they are trying to figure out the Liz situation, Max has also become concerned for Liz, because he's been studying his Shakespeare all alone in his basement, waiting for Liz to come, and she's still not there, and it's weird, and so he decides to look for Liz as well, and he finds her abandoned car at the hospital, so he's, like, playing detective, because um, he may be failing English, but he's very good at critical thinking, clearly. So he, he finds her car, and he's like in her car looking for clues, and the police come. And they assume that Max has harmed Liz in some way. Um, so, yeah. So he ends up getting in trouble with the police, and he gets arrested. Um and Todd believes Liz definitely must have been harmed by Max because apparently in the world of Sweet Valley, the police can do no wrong. So clearly if they have arrested him, he must have done something. So Todd punches Max um which like if Max had done something makes sense, but is totally awful of Todd not knowing anything about it Um, so ultimately though they are able to figure it out um, because Jessica goes to work and Carl mistakes her for Liz and freaks out thinking that Liz is at work and how did she get out um, and Liz has been like carving like slashes for like day three at Carl's house or whatever like uh, you know she's being like Probably, like, as dramatic as I would be if I was kidnapped at 16, but, like, it just seems like a lot for the situation that she's in with Carl. Um, but they they find out that she's at Carl's house, and they go get her, um, and so, of course, they throw a party, and the droids play at the party, because Max is allowed to play with the droids, because... All on his own, he was able to ace the Othello test. He didn't need Liz after all, so it's like a very feel good ending. But yeah, I, I remembered this book being really scary, and it was it was not it was not scary. It was more like a little detective story with like a slight amount of fear f- for a moment.
1: Yeah, I remembered, or I thought I remembered, um, more kind of more depiction of kind of the day to day that Liz was facing in all of this. And I wonder if there are so many spin-offs and side books, you know, that supplemented the Sweet Valley High series. Um, you know, like there's this I think I like the Sweet Valley saga or legacy. Then there are others too. I wonder if I read something and actually if you look at I remember we looked at the Wikipedia and then there's like Elizabeth's diary. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh this is mostly books one through ten. You know what I mean? So I wonder if I read something like that where it went into more detail about her side of the kidnapping experience because i remember he it it did mention that he bought her books because he knew she loved to read and she loved school but they were children's books and maybe a cooking book or something like that because he didn't know how to read you know and so like and she would read those over and over again um i remember that but i don't remember that being depicted unless i just remember incorrectly or maybe there's another similar story that i read when i was younger
0: so i will tell you i do have elizabeth's diary Here, it is one of the books that I like actually physically have in my house. So I'll have to read Elizabeth's diary and see if it sheds more light on the kidnapping situation.
1: Because there's something or maybe I just have expanded on in my head what I originally had read or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, that was I think that this we could say that this was my first thriller mystery thriller.
0: (laughs) That's, and I feel like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of these early books are kind of experimenting with the structure and the form of the Sweet Valley book because we see, I don't know that we see actual kidnappings more later, but I think we see ramped up versions of the fear that Liz is experiencing in this. Later on in other different situations that I remember from the books, and um, kind of in the same way that like I know we talked about in Too Good to Be True that like Suzanne was kind of similar to Margot in the evil twin plot arc, but it was like experimenting with that type of character existing in this world. So it it seems like maybe Kidnapped was an experiment that led to more good stuff later, but it's also important to consider that. You know, for us at the time that we read it in late elementary school, Kidnapped was so good, and like there was great fear in our hearts when our fourth or fifth grade selves read that book. So, oh. I mean, you know, maybe. for the for the audience, yeah. maybe it serves its purpose.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, so yeah, so that was a nice little trip down memory lane. I read it too because. I was just like, no, the recap won't be enough. I must be with it. <laughs> you do a good job though. You really do. Don't think you don't.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. I probably should have read Deceptions because the title honestly just sounds good. So tell me what happened. And I hope it's really juicy or like completely anticlimactic and not about deception at all.
1: <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see. So the moros as we found out in book 13 are new to sweet valley and they are very wealthy i think if i remember correctly they may even insinuate that they kind of like go, are beyond the Patman fowler wealth level like they are very wealthy oh, i think
0: they
1: that. even like talk like lila's a little jealous you know so um for some inexplicable reason the brother nick nicholas right mm-hmm. yeah nicholas is is he nick or nicholas i was writing nicholas when i was in my little Um, recap.
0: i think regina calls him nick and everybody else calls him nicholas
1: okay so he for some absolutely insane reason has decided that he is in love with elizabeth even though she's with todd he knows she's with todd he has seen her with todd and i think they were maybe even introduced as being with todd like he saw that todd was worried about his girlfriend like when she was missing at his party like but even so, obviously that doesn't apply to him. He is in love with Elizabeth. Um, and so at, I think, I guess her welcome back from kidnapping party, she, you know, she's, she's being kind and nice. She's friendly to everybody. It is her party. And somehow he manages to guilt trip slash convince her into going out with him, even though she's with Todd. And she knows she's with Todd and he knows she's with Todd. Um, so she on the horizon she decides to not tell todd about it obviously she thinks that they're just going as friends and um they go they're they're planning to go to a restaurant outside of sweet valley that's still a really really nice restaurant and she's she relaxes and she's pretty she's pretty confident she can just go do this get it over with go back to life as normal with todd and no there will be no hiccups she knows it's a mistake but she feels like she can't say no You know, Nicholas has convinced her she's being unwelcoming and it's she just needs a friend. He's new to the area. So so she's basically like, oh, okay, I'll try. You know, what the heck? So so that's where so that's where that leaves off. So meanwhile, Jessica uses Randy to help learn to use computers. The Moros are wealthy because of technology like computer, whatever, back in the 90s. And so she decides that she needs to know how to use computers and that will worm her way into Nicholas's heart and thus into the Moro family. Where she she just has her eye on marrying into wealth, you know, as we've seen. So this hasn't been working out with Bruce thus far. And so now she has her eye on the Moros. Um, so she thinks... So Randy is sweet and nerdy and he doesn't stand a chance. And so she kind of convinces him, you know, she, you know, Jessica, she kind of does the like, you know, acts a little interested in him. Oh, uses she's him. the
0: worst.
1: He's really sweet. He's quiet. He, you know, he doesn't have this wide range of friends and activities, um, but he helps her learn computers. And so during her lesson, um, she posits, you know, Oh, could you actually break into the school's computer system? And he was like, yeah, I think I could. I don't, but I probably could. And she said, Oh, okay, well, can we do that? And maybe you can go change my grade. And so he does right then and there, she convinces him to change like a a failing grade to a B or a C to an A, something like that. So Liz, um, we, we turn back to Liz and she goes out on her date with Nicholas to a fancy restaurant um, outside of sweet Va- sweet valley however coincidentally um she thought it was good timing because todd's family was going out to celebrate um like his mother or his grandmother's birthday or something like that and she she was unable to go because it was just going to be a family thing she wasn't and she was fine with it she's like oh perfect this works out well obviously they end up at the same restaurant
0: of course
1: um and she no, know, he knows that it's Elizabeth in, in this moment, I don't know why she didn't pretend to be Jessica. Like she does that. They do, you know, that actually would have served her quite well, but she doesn't. Um, and so their relationship is on the rocks and then Jessica finds out and she's angry too, because as we know, she thinks that she deserves to be with Nicholas and um, she's working really hard to, you know, work her way into the family and the family industry. So she's not happy with Liz either. Um, Jessica and Randy do get caught about changing the grades, but nothing happens. (laughs) That's like a huge security breach Um, and like grade, you know, and ethics and everything. But it it works out. It's okay. They just scare the crap out of them. Um, And well, not Jessica. She's she just blows it off. But Randy is he's done. And um, so nothing ever happens with him and Jessica again.
0: And then he just disappears forever.
1: (laughs) Or for a while. We don't know. Maybe he'll reappear. That's true. I
0: don't know. Maybe he'll be very important. We have no idea. I don't
1: know. Um, so yeah, and then um, Liz and Todd manage to make up. He has a rough basketball game. And then like she talks to him like during the halftime. Is it halftime during basketball? The break. Yeah, so. The break in the middle. Yeah. And uh, somehow everything's all better. And he comes back out and wins the game. And Nicholas also moves on. So that was deceptions. It's not as... Honestly, I don't think it's as juicy as you may have expected,
0: but no, I'm weirded out by Liz though. What is her issue? Like, I get like there's a new person in town and like, oh, let's spend time together to get to know each other. Like, I, I 100% get that, but it's weird for it to be like this guy is clearly romantically into you and wants to take you on a date and you're like, okay. <laughs> date it makes me wonder about like you know like people who like and I know we were both like long-term relationship type girls in high school but like those people who literally only date one person like their whole lives like and like not to at all like be critical of that that's really cool but like You wonder, like, do those people like ever imagine like what it would have been like to like go on a date with someone else, you know? Um, like surely they are deeply in love with that person that they met when they were 14, but like do they ever wonder? So maybe this is like Liz's version of cause like she and Todd have had this whole like thing going on since like middle school. Like, so maybe this is her version of like seeing what's out there to like go on one date with one boy one time and then be like oh my god I'm so sorry I cheated I mean we know Liz is gonna date other people in the future of the series like at least at this point in the series if you think about the way the narrative is being crafted by Pascal like originally like it's like this is her version of like playing the field a little bit and then coming back to Todd.
1: I guess, but I would have, this would have fit in earlier, like when she, I mean, I I know when she had her accident, like she did some crazy stuff and she flirted and things and stuff, but I don't remember you recapping that she actually went out on a date. Like, didn't she, she almost did, or she dated Bruce Pat or something like that. Like, but maybe that doesn't count because that wasn't really her and she doesn't remember it. But yeah,
0: that was Bizarro Liz doing that. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know how, like, people will, like, be like, oh, that wasn't me. That was drunk me. Like, it's mm -hmm. like, that was, like, drunk Liz. Except she was just, like, drunk for a couple weeks on, like, coma brain.
1: Yeah, coma Liz. So, yeah, I just was, like, I was so annoyed with her when I read this. And I also thought it was stupid. I thought the storyline was stupid. Uh, Like, if we really want, honestly, if you want to get into the authenticity of it I was it wasn't believable because up until this up until this point Liz and Todd love each other and you know they had the couple things but like there's nothing to suggest that they need or it would be good for them to see other people at this point I mean she was just kidnapped and he was worried sick over her and you know like he she was in an accident and he was worried like you know if anything like the things that they've been through have probably really um you know, strengthen their relationship. And so it. And in my opinion, it just doesn't make sense. Like some random guy walks in like, yes, he's wealthy and handsome, but you know that that, that doesn't matter to her. That's not something that would matter. Like, but he preyed on her, you know, her sensitivity and her, like the fact that she cares about other people and she doesn't want to see them be hurt or left out or, you know, so yeah, I just, I honestly, I didn't really like this part.
0: Maybe it would have been a more fun storyline like later in the series with more space between all of the yeah. huge events in Liz and Todd's relationship. But maybe we will discover that ultimately their relationship grows from this minor that was her going on one date with someone while not post-coma.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean... And it's not even like Todd has done anything crappy to her, you know what I mean? Like he's a he's a good guy and yeah, that's what he, that's literally what he is. He's a quintessential like good guy in a story, good boyfriend. He's kind, he cares, he helps others, he's a good at like perfect. So I don't know. I'm I just didn't I just didn't see this. I mean it did set up the moros and definitely I mean Regina, from what I understand, she pops up more and she really has I think that she has a good character. Story going on, but maybe that's it. Serves us. It serves to set that up at least.
0: But so we say from this episode, kidnapped, disappointing compared to what we remembered, but still good and worth a read. Deceptions, deceptive.
1: Deceptions is deceptive. You're right.
0: That's true. Yeah. Well, what are we reading for next time? And hopefully it'll be better than Deceptions
1: looks like we have promises is book 15 and rags to riches is book 16
0: rags to riches sounds good I'm jealous I'm gonna have to check that one out as well my
1: students play on the computer (laughs) I never (laughs) did it but it's like an offering on like what was it Kia or Quizlet like rags to riches I don't even know what it did that's what I think computer game so well that is
0: It. We're still trying to figure out a creative sign-off, listeners, so... We
1: are. We're working. We're work
0: amateurs. It.
1: So we're also two teachers doing hybrid learning, <laughs> so I think our sometimes our, our creativity is really depleted sometimes. So we're working on it. We're thinking about it.
0: If y'all have ideas, get them at us. Otherwise, we'll just be in hybrid education land, (laughs) making it through. All right. Well, I will see you next time for books 15 and 16.
1: Yes, until then. See you next time, everybody.